I'm John. And I'm Adam. And you are listening to The Archive. Our ever-growing library of everything. One hour at a time. Archive host Nick likes to oh, the say, main clan the ma- yeah the main main line <laughs> likes to say and we're back that's true but he's not here tonight so I'm gonna and skip ahead front. and just jump right into the fact that we are talking about miniature golf tonight putt putt if you archive. will putt putt interestingly. There are a lot of names for miniature golf, and many of them are um, interchangeable. But putt-putt is not. Putt-putt is actually a trademarked Is this this a Kleenex situation? Yes, very much so. No kidding. Yeah, there is an actual putt-putt company. um, I mean, I don't know if they're still in existence. but mini-golf company. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We'll get get, uh, into that a little bit uh, more... um, Ahead, but I wanted to to start us off. Um, I guess we'll just give you a little backstory for how we got here, because this the timing to, of this to actually this, to this topic, yeah, or to the archive or <laughs> life on Earth. Well, we we where, live where, where in where the starting? archive. I mean, we we don't ever leave the archive. <laughs> that's so true. that's there's no question about that. But I came to this topic because, uh, well, first and foremost, I was uh, I played miniature golf recently. How recent? Uh, within the last two weeks. Okay. Um, we also so so that that was probably what um, started the kernel of it, uh, but I didn't seize upon it then until uh, recently. I um, backed an Indiegogo uh, campaign for a miniature golf course, and at that point, um, it still didn't click. <laughs> I still I, I still hadn't seized upon the idea that right. oh we should do a miniature golf episode. And then um on Sunday of this week I was uh I got on the twits and I saw uh a twit from uh Pee Wee Herman and it was actually a retwit because it I don't think it's been, right, but go on. <laughs> it had been uh posted the day prior and I was seeing it on Sunday, but uh, uh Saturday was apparently um National Mini Golf Day. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, and then it finally clicked. <laughs> All of these things fell we into place. We should do an episode on Pee Wee Herman. Yes. So <laughs> welcome to the episode on Pee Wee Herman, who has played miniature golf. Right. That's the that's my uh, long Have we done a Paul uh, Rubens segue. episode? I guess we haven't. I don't haven't. think so. We should get that knocked out at some point. Yeah, we should. Um, uh, miniature golf is one of my most favorite things in the world. Okay. Why? Uh, all time. Um, it, well, part of it, I think has to do with the, the irreverent nature of it. All right. So it is a, um, it is a variation on something else that has like a significant presence in culture. So, right. So Mm -hmm. it is, it is a variation on the sport of golf. Sure. Um, and in in a lot of ways, I don't like things like that. Um, <laughs> I don't tend to like little twists on things. Right. I don't like adult coloring, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think part of the reason why miniature golf, uh, to me, is so appealing is because it is, or I guess the the popular 
uh, connotation of miniature golf is one of irreverence and, and golf seems to be a sport that, um, people who are into it, take it pretty seriously, you know, like it's a professional sport. There's a lot of money around it. Um, and it, it tends to be associated, I guess, with a, um, upper echelon of society more so than any other particular pocket of society. Um, not to say that there isn't a golf player, you know, or players representing the wide spectrum of culture, but it, I think it more often than not is associated, you know, things like country clubs and, um, golf tournaments and stuff tend to be, um, uh, more highfalutin than not. I would Let's agree. put it that way. And miniature golf is the exact opposite. Of that. <clears throat> so that's part of the reason why I love it. But also, uh, I've, I've grown up. I, it, it's a, it's a, it's a fabricated space, uh-huh. which is another reason why I love it. In, <laughs> in many ways, it is, um, recreating natural elements or unnatural elements. More um, often than not. Yeah. Uh, so obviously I love that. And I find I'm very fascinated by the the um, the the nuances and range of quality in execution <laughs> yes. that can be associated with that. It's it's kind of like miniature golf is to me in many ways like pizza. Like I love all stripes of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have like a really great, I, I will take a really great frozen grocery store pizza over a really mediocre gourmet restaurant pizza, sure. you know, and in the same way, I will take a, a, a beautifully derelict, uh, <laughs> ratty miniature golf course, yeah. a rusty, uh, windmill over, a, a half hearted, but well-maintained miniature golf course. What's up with that windmill? It's kind of a staple of every course that can, I mean, well, Very rarely do you not see the, the windmill. I think you used to see it more frequently than you do these days. I would, I would agree with that. But yeah, for a long time, uh, if you ha- if there's a go-to obstacle that's associated with miniature golf, the windmill is the classic one. Like any movie scene oh, miniature yeah. golfing, it's that windmill. There's a windmill in it. Yeah. yeah. We'll get to that in a second, too. Okay. Um, I mentioned before that there are a lot of names that miniature golf uh, uh, goes by. Should we do a two-person listination, or that would be just... Insane. So it would basically just be me trying to name stuff. Get ready to be insane. Illustination. <laughs> Illustination. All right. I'm going to... I've got a list here. That's helpful for listinations. Yes. You are going to try uh, to see if you can come up with any of these oh names Lord, on here. This is going to go painfully bad. No, nah, it's going to be great. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. And, and you can use... Um, um, Proper nouns, proper names, uh, trademarks, if you oh, so choose. Okay. So, all right. So I'm going to start you off. Miniature golf. Putt putt. Putt putt. Correct. Um. Gosh. Uh. I mean, you're I missing. Even, there's a very obvious one that's just a shorter version of one that you've already. So mini said. golf, is mini that, golf. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if I would count it or not. That's actually the most popular term, I guess. Is mini golf? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, man, besides that, I mean, I would say tower T, but to anyone outside of oh yeah, St. Louis, that would make no sense. 
Yeah, I guess if you threw out some of like the the names of places, some of these places I think are probably well known enough that they're kind of shorthand for miniature golf. Right. I would say Pirates Cove. If you just said Pirates oh, yeah, Cove, yeah, like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody yeah. who has traveled to any kind of resort areas probably has run into a Pirates Cove or whatnot. Yeah. All right, I'm going to put you out of your misery here, and I'm going to read off this list. Put the gun down. Midget golf. What? Goofy golf. Okay, Goofy golf. I have. I heard that. Shorties. That's no, my favorite. No, shorties. You want to no. play around of shorties? Uh, extreme golf? Definitely not. Cosmic golf, which is kind of like oh, I played, two cosmic I played cosmic golf. Yeah. I sure was going to bring that up later. So. Um, crazy golf, obviously. Mm-hmm, okay. Uh, adventure golf, which I guess is, uh, this, this doesn't specify it, but I guess that's, that leans into a very particular kind of course. Right. Um, which we'll talk about in a bit. Mini putt. Mm. putter golf mm. and so on some of those i liked some of them i despised let me put you at ease All right. and instead talk about the history this is, makes me so happy we went two bits right in a row <laughs> shaving a haircut all day long uh, so the origins of miniature golf are nebulous to I, they say have the to least, be. yeah. Um, no, there are there are multiple places that vie for the title of first miniature golf course, and there are uh, a lot of different apocryphal stories about how it came to be. But so I'm not going to try to make this a definitive history. I'm just going to tell you a few of my favorite notes okay. associated with the origins of miniature golf. The earliest reference that I could find is uh, going back to like the 1860s, 70s. In Scotland. I Well, damn. I was going to say, first of all, impressive how old. I did not think it was going to be old. Yeah. My second comment was going to be, I bet you it was Scotland. Yeah. The birthplace of golf. That would have made sense. Honestly, I would have equally been not surprised had it been like Turkey or something like that. Just some like random country. They're like, oh, that's bizarre, but yeah, okay. Yeah, somebody got a whim and right. yeah, just but Scotland with it. Scotland doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in keeping with the somewhat, um, in in keeping with the idea that miniature golf is, um, by some uh, perspectives, an affront to the sport of golf, <laughs> uh, I'm excited to tell you that this origin story um, suggests that miniature golf came about uh, as a as a result of a rebel group of female putters in Scotland who are That's not amazing. allowed That's to amazing. practice their putts in the main golf club uh, in their town or whatever you call Scottish towns. Um, villages? It? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so this group um, of women got their, got together and formed their own women's putting club so they could practice putting. So it, it not miniature golf in the sense that we've come to know it, but but just purely just putting. putting, yeah. So they they would construct a course of various greens, just the greens with the hole, and uh, and practice their putts. I, I'm so happy with this story. It's a great story. Most there should um, be a movie about this. There should be a movie yeah. about it. Yeah, starring. Um, who would make a good? Uh, rogue putter. <laughs> Thinking of like, uh, why she's like my favorite actresses, and I t- 
totally have the hots for Clearly. her. Clearly. And she's like, I know. <laughs> See, again, the damn brain thing. Um, Helen Mirren. Oh, you mean Dame Helen Mirren? Yeah. Is she a dame? She I think most, she's a yeah, dame. Yeah, she most definitely yeah. is. Yeah. So she could be like the... The, the matriarch of yeah. the, the pot, putting club? Yeah. I'd be good with that. Uh, so that's the, that's the earliest instance of it. Um, it really begins to sort of take hold, um, 1910s, uh, 1920s still in Scotland. No, this is starting to be more ubiquitous. This is all over the place. Um, and what, what really made it, um, uh, proliferate is the invention or I guess the, um, various takes on artificial turf. So okay. once people didn't need to maintain a putting green naturally, um, it was much easier to to put together a, a miniature golf course or a putting course. Mm-hmm. Um, and allegedly, these things were so popular in the 20s. Now, keep in mind, this is Roaring 20s, right? Let's take you back there. That was like a newsreel. Or something. Oh, I, I followed Which you. is like from the 30s yeah. or 40s. Hey, it, it so counts. I guess, yeah. yeah. Um, that was stock market crashing. Oh, good, good. Well, not, not yet. <laughs> not yet. yet. Uh, prior to that, um, miniature golf was so popular in the, the roaring Manhattan 20s that all of these uh, buildings in Manhattan, all these skyscrapers, had miniature golf courses on the roofs. Nice. So people would go up to the top and, you know, like you've heard probably about how um, the Empire State Building was originally built to have a, a, a Zeppelin. Uh, yes. Uh, airport on top, basically a landing pad. It still yeah. could, still could. Yeah, it's right there, guys. Easily. What, do what are you waiting for? Yeah. Well, while you're at it, while while you're perfecting that, why not just start putting some more miniature golf courses on yeah. these roofs? They're probably still there. Many of them probably still there. Man, there's a thought. <clears throat> yeah. What if they are? Now there's a movie for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the crash happened. <laughs> Everybody loses their money. Uh, broke. Nobody's building new miniature golf courses. No money um, in the game. Or miniature golf clubs is probably more appropriate at the time. Mm. Um, and it kind of, mm, it, it takes a little while for, for it to come back. I'm, I'm sure miniature golf is still happening uh, throughout the uh, Depression and into the war. But um, the first harbinger of what was to come um Starts to emerge in That's a very ominous way you said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it emerges in 1938 with the Taylor brothers from Binghamton, New York. Okay, uh, they started building and operating their own miniature golf courses, and they differed from the ones that were popular in the 20s and early 30s, um, which those had just consisted mostly of like rolls and curves and banks, um, with an occasional like tube or a pipe thrown okay, in. Okay, so they were doing it that um, early. But in 1938, with the Taylor brothers, they start bringing in uh, kind of tube, <laughs> uh, higher quality landscaping, and also obstacles. Yes. So this is when you get your wishing wells and Ooh. your castles, and of course your windmills. windmills. Yeah, um, they became so popular. Like the, I guess their their craftsmanship was so good that when people wanted to open their own miniature golf courses so that they had their own courses that they owned, but then people would come to them and, and use them as like consultants or contractors nice. to open uh, their own uh, courses. Smart. So yeah. Uh, and this is also um, when these things start to get um, they're, they're 
moving out of the cities and into like rural areas or um, more like resorty type places. Okay. And that really comes to a head in the fifties. So the war kind of um, pushes production down a little bit. And of course nobody has recreation time because um, right. we're all in the factories or on the front. But then in the fifties, everybody's like, Hey, we got money. Um, we've got lots of leisure time. Beat the Nazis. We beat the Nazis. Let's play around. <laughs> so, um, and of course, like now people are going on road trips. They're traveling Route 66. Right. West. Kind of like the birth of Americana is All happening. All this stuff. Yeah. That comes to a head. Um, so that's when miniature golf, as we know, it really takes root and, uh, begins to spread. Um, So that's that's what I've got on the history of miniature golf. Okay, now, I, that's great. The, the bringing you forward to today, um, I thought you know maybe this is a good point for us to kind of jump in and just talk like personally about like miniature golf experiences and one more uh, final little tidbit before we yeah. leave off here. Do you know? And I'm guessing you don't. <laughs> but <laughs> do you know when the first cosmic golf? I came into existence. I tried to find that. I tried to figure out like who had had the good idea to do that. The very um, little research I did on this, that was the main thing I wanted to try to find out. And I also could not find any sort of, yeah, they just weren't existence. And, and they, they were. were, I mean, I think I can kind of point to maybe not the very first one, but the movement really started to happen in like the late nineties or two thousands. I, I think. Yeah. First time I ever played any kind of cosmic golf and cosmic golf is basically like much like cosmic bowling. You turn the regular lights off and it's indoors. Turn first the black of all, lights on and you turn the black lights on and the course is, um, you know, iridescently decorated so that the stuff feels very much like you're walking into a velvet painting or something. I've found almost, I, I, I can't think of a time where it hasn't been some sort of space or alien theme. Yeah. The closest one that wasn't, but still was, was in uh, kind of a Arizona uh, desert thing mm-hmm. with Area Fifty One tossed in. Okay, <laughs> so perfect. Yeah, it was like it was still, <laughs> still alien something or other. Yeah, um, versus full on space ones or full on alien ones. So yeah, it's it's kind of like if you were like, let's say you know it's it's nineteen seventy eight. You're listening to Pink Floyd. And you've got this like crazy psychedelic poster on your wall and you pull that poster off the <laughs> wall and you turn it into a miniature golf course. That's kind of what, uh, yeah. what cosmic golf is. Yeah. And the balls are also always yeah, they uh, glow super in the uh, iridescent and luminescent, yeah. which just makes it that much more fun. Yeah. And so and there are additional layers to that in some places where they make you wear 3D glasses, which are not actually 3D glasses, <sighs> right. but they're just like kind of refracting <laughs> glasses. So they, they can kind of get away with like cheating a little bit on the decor. 3D mini golf. Your eyes are not really adjusting to it. You're not getting Maybe a clear have look. one of those. Yeah. It's really frustrating because the glasses just want to keep falling off your face while you're right. trying to putt. Um, yeah, I guess we could say too, maybe th- th- there are a lot in the, in the modern era and by modern era, I mean like anything post 1955 or whatever. Um, there are a lot of different varieties of miniature golf. You have your classic putting green style, which is mm-hmm. just, just a, a green turf and a hole and you're, you know, aiming with, with various natural obstacles right. or rocks or yeah, water traps, hills. sand traps or whatever. Yeah. yeah. A very, just a miniature version of the sport of golf. And then you have your sort of crazy extreme, which is like the 3D cosmic golf, which is <laughs> so far outside of the realm of real right. golf. And then in and between... Like, like you said, always indoors, that part. Yeah, yeah. 
at least I, as far as I know, it's always indoors. I don't know how you I've never seen like an outdoor black lit uh, course, yeah. but but in between there, you have all manner of um, thematic uh, takes on miniature golf. Pirates Cove I mentioned is probably one of the most famous uh, brands I guess associated yeah. with this, and that is uh, obviously a pirate themed. Uh, uh, course, yeah, a lot of pirate pirates are a, a common theme for sure, courses. For outdoor courses, yeah, um, um, deserts um, yeah. or any kind of geologic um, uh, safari. Uh, sort yeah, of stuff. yeah, a lot of, good, good. Um, uh, landmarks. Oh, like yeah, Eiffel yeah, Towers, very your, much so. Yeah, uh, Mount Rushmore and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, and then uh, this to a lesser extent, unfortunately, but like. Um, haunted themes or uh, horror Man. themes. There, there are a couple of places that I found that have. Um, there, there's one in Illinois um, that is like a haunted haunted forest. I think is what it's called. Okay, uh, golf, and it's it's you know very hokey kind of Scooby Doo take on, on I, horror. I'll take it, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. sounds perfect. Um, I've never done one in that flavor, and that sounds like I'm missing out. Yeah, I think. Well, I my impression is that it has yet to be done well it has yet to reach its uh, full potential so if, I'm, if i'm hearing you correctly you're you're pitching me there's yeah we have an opportunity we have an here. opportunity here yeah i think we should go for go haunted, for it on this haunted mini golf, haunted golf. sponsored by the hour guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> because we have so many sponsored dollars right. to go around uh it's one hole but <laughs> it's freaky. <laughs> yeah. You may or may not survive. Exactly. Um, oh yeah. I guess I was going to say, um, like the, the pirate's cove is, I think the, the full potential of pirate themed golf realized, <laughs> you know, like that right. they, they have in, invested a lot of money. The courses are beautiful and tropically uh, decorated and stuff. Usually walking under a waterfall at least There's at some at point. At least one waterfall, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, do, you, do you have like a favorite golf course, mini Man, golf course? again, so the aforementioned history? Tower T was a hometown favorite. Um, yeah, tell, had, tell us about Tower T, sure. local legend. Uh, yeah, I'd been around for, I, I don't, I, I think since like 1968 so. or something. Over yeah. 50 years, something I think. 60s, and it yeah. just recently, like within the last calendar year, closed its greens uh, to the public and has, has since been torn down. But it was, you know, your classic kind of rundown. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on a when, lot. It was, it was on a, like yeah, a blacktop lot. Yeah. Um, they had little, you know, wooden... Uh, the greens were built into like a little wooden uh, area. Uh, next to it was a driving range for those yeah. for the people who were boring. Um, <laughs> but like a given hole would be like uh, a pretty straight fairway with like a uh, essentially I, I don't know what kind of, not paper mache but like the kind of trying to think what that what the material would have been. It's like. If you broke it, it's kind of fibrous. Yeah, like a. It's like it's like really cheap fiberglass. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like a hippo. Yeah. Yeah. Would be like not even really an obstacle. It kind of was just there. It was just there. Yeah. Yeah. So, there were occasionally like some banks that you had to hit, yeah. you know, in order to maybe get a it dog ear. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or yeah. Two tossed in, but just very super simple. 
There was, um, I do recall, one of those terrible cheap fiberglass uh, alligators there most for a while. Definitely was. And if and you the, got it into the alligator's mouth, you might have a chance of getting a hole in one. It came out the tail. It came out the tail the right yeah. way. But the, like the the snout of that thing, it was like had been long ago. Oh yeah, totally both, worn away, and both through weather and I'm sure people just banging smashing it. On with it. Yeah, clubs. it was yeah. just it was. <laughs> It was it was an alligator at some point, and it just then it, it just became mush, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But again, it was part of its charm. Yeah, it oh, was absolutely. Great. Yeah. And like where you would start, it was like so threadbare, just like the grooves of like a thousand trillion people who had gone there. It's like trying to get like a good solid spot where it wouldn't just like roll back into that groove, which yeah. was damn near impossible. <laughs> and um, yeah, it just it, and it, it was not a very large. Um, I think footprint. it was. Uh, it was eighteen oh, no. holes, but it was like yeah. the. It, it seemed like that one more than any course I recall. Um, you would get. Um, so we haven't even talked about like the mechanics of miniature golf, but right. You know, you would typically you're you're playing miniature golf with at least one other person, often in a group of maybe like three or four or whatever. Yeah. Popular teenage. I'm 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 floored that is a popular teenage pastime. And still is. I mean, it's, yeah. it's you, on any given Saturday, Friday, Saturday night, you go to a mini golf course, it's packed. Yeah. Every day of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, it still seems to have uh, the same um, breadth of appeal yeah. that it always has. The siren think. call of the mini yeah, golf course. It, 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 you kids love it. Families, it's a great family outing. Yeah, it's good and date night. Teenagers, yeah, good for dates. And like, yeah, definitely when I was, like, in my adolescence, there were like three pillars of recreation right <laughs> i you like had, where you go like, with this you have the movie theater right of course and i'll i'll like rope the mall into that um uh mall slash movie theater um you had uh roller skating roller rinks mm-hmm. and you had miniature golf it was getting serious now yeah oh yeah the, and, and i guess the the thing that these places all had in common was that like they were the types of places that you would get dropped off <laughs> definitely you know like yeah. th- there are very few um places that are or i guess very few industries that have that association almost cater to it and can yeah that can cater to it and survive on it you know Mm. um and that and obviously that it hasn't completely worked out because roller skating and mini golf is not as prevalent as it once was right i mean certainly malls are dead um Tower T is no longer with Tower us. T, yeah, Tower T is gone. Uh, it, it closed down, they said, within the last year, and it just yeah heartbreaking. I mean, there was campaigns like Save Tower T. And yeah, just, there are still some of those signs around town yeah. you can see on yeah. people's lawns. And it's gone. I mean, straight up, it's, they scrapped yeah. a lot, and it's just an empty lot now. Yeah, so, real shame. Heartbreaking. But yeah, I, rem- I recall like many um, adolescent outings and um, uh, nefarious uh, things happening uh not necessarily uh intentionally but right. you know how many people have you either personally been responsible for or have seen be hit in the head with golf balls at, at mini golf hit in the head i will yes. say zero really oh zero. you're missing out however it's terrible Don't <laughs> me, i mean i want to make sure i'm really clear it is it is terrible the for the recipient or terrible Everyone for the person involved. who hits them. it is it's something amazing to watch because it's like the person hits it, and you you see where you can the, tell you, it's you know happen. where this is at, where this is going, mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do about it. And so you kind of, I mean, we're talking about you know a matter of seconds, but you sit back and watch, and, and then the aftermath is terrible because that person is legit hurt, and it's just it's. But 
man, it is something to experience. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Uh, no, the closest thing I have to that, closest experience I have to that is... Uh, Saw a man drown. <laughs> in the, Lost in, a leg. In, in the uh, blue, in the, <laughs> in the 2,000 flushes water of Pirate's Cove. <laughs> That is really weird. The water is always <laughs> a not natural hyper color. Hyper blue, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it smells so great. It smells like <laughs> it's this stale chlorine. Yeah. I love it. Uh, no, I have seen at least on two instances somebody whack a ball and have it go off the course and into a road and strike a vehicle. Oh. And one time it uh, there was a – this was at the Highland Miniature Golf Course – which is also no longer there, but was in the parking oh, lot of what I think was then a Kroger uh, store okay. on uh, Watson Road. And uh, the, the, so this Route 66, this was old Route 66 at one time along this, the side of the road. Um, and uh, still a very busy thoroughfare on a Friday night. And uh, I was there probably, it's like seventh grade, maybe earlier sixth grade. And, uh, one of my friends, uh, just took a, we were at the hole, like closest to the road too. So right. there's like no way this was not going to happen, but just like, um, put every ounce of power he had into this swing and the ball goes sailing over the chain link fence mm-hmm. around the course onto Watson road. And just as somebody who had like those undercarriage lights, oh no, uh, on their car, me. it was like this like what are the odds? Jet black uh, Camaro with these lights under it, and the ball bounces off Watson Road up into the undercarriage, and poof, the purple light goes out. Oh my gosh! But the I never saw the car come back. So the guy didn't stop. He, he didn't stop. I don't know if he knew. I mean, I'm sure he, he probably thought he like just bumped something. Thought it was a rock or something. Right. Yeah. Um, Huh. Yeah, but so, and that's the danger of having like these things were very often, especially in like the fifties to seventies or eighties, like along busy roads. Sure, you know, um, the lights turned off in the archive. There we go. I thought we'd do some blacklight archive. <laughs> Crazy <Black>. archiving, <laughs> <laughs> cosmic. These aliens all come from. <laughs> um. Yeah, but so that's that's one of the hazards associated with it. Um, balls would often go sailing into traffic. Yeah. Um, I this this was um, I think Drew actually kind of introduced this notion to me. I hadn't thought about it, but we did a um, an episode a long, long time ago, way back in the Halcyon days of two thousand twelve or something. Wow. Uh, about summer vacations, sure. summer road trips. Yeah, so that was summer road trips and. Uh, I think in it, that was the episode he mentioned this story about um, a miniature golf course that he came across uh, somewhere in Arizona, I think. I'll have to go back and listen to the episode. Okay. We'll put that episode in the show notes. But it, it got me to thinking when I was rec- recalling that story that um, I, I very much associate miniature golf. As great as, as great uh, a plethora we have had locally of miniature golf courses over the years. Uh-huh. It's, it's still something that I associate with like going on summer vacation, sure. particularly going to like a resort town, like uh, Branson or Lake of the Ozarks yeah. or golf shore, ocean city, Myrtle beach. No, I've always wanted to. There's a great, great mini golf course there. Mm. Um, yeah. I imagine like any boardwalk or yeah. coastal town that is worth its weight has a, a miniature golf course yeah. or a good representation of them. Um, so many of my memories of, uh, miniature golf and some of the, my best, most favorite courses have been like 
traveling. And there's actually a guy now, um, I found this uh, YouTube channel and looking this up, this guy, his name is Brooks Holt and his channel, or I guess his, his show is called BHV. He, he never, BHV. he's like, welcome to the BHV or I'm here in the BHV or you're in the BHV. Brian Holt, you said? Brooks Holt. Brooks Holt. So he does the BH. Yeah. I don't, but v I, for video? video, I don't know. Mm. He never clarifies exactly what that, what that means or what it's supposed to stand for. But, um, this guy was, um, he was in a band. He played drums in some band and, uh, now he travels the world playing uh, miniature golf. Hmm. Uh, the band was We Are Humans. We We as Human. We as We human. as Human. I've never heard of it. But I'm not familiar. Anyway, so now you can go to Brooks Holt's uh, mini golf channel and just like see all the various courses that he travels to. Um, and there are some crazy courses out there. There are some crazy courses out there. Yeah. It it seems like the industry is not. It's not thriving in the way that it once was, mm-hmm. but it still seems like um, it's something that people tend to invest in if they are going to start a new miniature golf course. They tend to put a lot of effort into sure. it. Which I think it's interesting, conversely, how maybe with Pirate's Cove uh, brand notwithstanding, there's not a lot of maintenance done on these things. Like they have to put up and they're just kind yeah. of left to uh, degrade. Yeah. And you don't see a lot of upkeep. I wonder if that's, if that is somewhat like if, if it's recognized at this point that this is like part of a bygone era. And so like the wear and tear is like sort of the appeal sure. or, you know, kind of a peripheral, um, uh, attraction yeah. to it, you know? I mean, it certainly is for me. And I think it is for a lot of people, especially if you like look up, um, like urban exploration, you know, like miniature golf courses, um, just look great yeah. after they've like been left to rot. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And, uh, like I'm thinking specifically of, um, this gets us into a whole other topic, but, um, in uh, the movie The Legend of Billie Jean, have you ever seen? I've, I've Helen Slater because uh, we did an episode on that. We did, yes. Uh, Retrospectacular, I believe. That's right. I um, forgot about that. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so I, she hides out in an old mini golf. She course. does. Yeah. So I <laughs> essentially for that episode. No, I wasn't on that episode. That's what. That's right. But through you guys describing it, I was like, I remember seeing this when I was a kid, and then kind of rewatching some key scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't able to watch it credits to credits, but. Yes. So yeah. to answer your question, yes, I do yeah. recall that. Uh, and like I said, that, that kind of leads into a whole other area of representations of miniature golf in movies, which uh, yeah, almost always tend to be excellent. Like I can't think of uh, many instances where someone made the choice to include a scene or a structure, uh, a story around a miniature golf. And it wasn't amazing. Like the, the golf representation. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I know, totally agree with you. Like from, from like legend of Billy Jean, uh, golf and stuff in, um, karate kid, uh-huh, possibly uh-huh, the greatest uh-huh. date that was ever put to film uh, happens in karate kid when the Daniel and, uh, what was her name? Uh, <laughs> Allie, Allie, Allie. Uh, when they go to golf and stuff in Norwalk, uh, California, I believe, which is a suburb of LA. 
Um, and uh, they've got the miniature golf. They got the go karts and the is water golf slides. Stuff still there. I think that one is. Nice. I've never been to that one. This this is a real sore spot for me because um, <laughs> so I've I when I the the first couple of times I uh, was in California in L.A. Um, I, I pretty much was just dedicated to seeing dedicated places to dedicated to <laughs> seeing places that I had seen in movies growing up. I love it, and uh, I uh, so I. I I, I did make it to a golf and stuff. Uh, okay. There used to be a golf and stuff right across the street from Disneyland. And so I've been to gotcha. that one and the design was similar, but it was much smaller. Um, but I never, I never made it to the, the one from the karate kid, but I think it is still there. The golf and the arcade, I think are still there. The okay. water slide is gone. They took mm. that out like in the early nineties or something. And I think maybe huh. the go-karts are gone too, but uh, I can verify that. We'll put a link to the golf and stuff yeah. uh, website in the show. And that scene, maybe? And that scene, yeah. Yeah. Off-referenced scene in the <laughs> archive <laughs> annals, but uh, well-deserving of another mention. Um, there was also uh, Caddyshack 2. Sure. When um, uh, Jackie Mason takes <laughs> over uh, the Bushwood Country Club and turns it into, into a yeah. miniature golf course. Yeah, there's some amazing holes in that one. Uh, Happy Gilmore. Say, Happy has, Gilmore, lest we forget. Um, of course. Just tap it in. Yeah. Tap it in. <laughs> tap it in. It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. Uh, there's also a scene in Getting Even with Dad where Macaulay Culkin tries to huh. um, outdo uh, Ted Danson. Is it Ted Danson? I think it was Ted Danson. I don't recall. Um, at Miniature Golf. And uh, the other one that came to mind was Overboard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kurt yeah, Russell's. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, not the crappy ass remake, but no, the, no, 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 no. Yeah. The original. And Kurt Russell has this dream of uh creating a miniature golf course. Yeah. There's a great uh episode of The Simpsons, if you, I don't know if you remember that one, uh-uh. where they did it I think I can't remember it was Bart or Nelson or somebody goes essentially almost mini golf pro. Like they're something oh, like they're nice. really, really good at it. Um and if I if memory serves Homer comes up against the infamous windmill and just cannot get past it. Like every single, everything he ties, timing, everything, just every time, dunk, rolls back, dunk, rolls back. Magnificent. It's, and it's still, when it was Simpsons was good, so it's, it's, it's a quality episode. Yeah. I'll see if we can find that and uh, also put that in the show. Yeah. Notes. Yeah. Cool. Forgive me if my details on that are wrong. It's been probably 10 years since I've seen that episode. So, um, Yeah, I'm trying to think if there are any other uh, episodes or uh there's got to be. References. I feel like we're forgetting like some really obvious ones. Uh, is the um, kind of looping back to the Pee Wee Herman thing? Is the T Rex in Pee Wee's Adventure? Is that set at a? Is there a tandem mini oh, golf course there? I don't think so. Okay. Um. Yeah. Your the, the those those two like famous dinosaur yeah. roadside dinosaurs in um. Uh, out in the desert, Arizona, somewhere, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I feel like there is the there's a maybe there's a museum there. Yeah, because those are the same dinosaurs that they visit in uh, the Wizard. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He goes up inside the Brontosaurus or whatever, and yeah. there's a and, and, yeah. And, yeah. And then yeah. and then actually in uh, in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, they they look out the mouth of the dinosaur. It's the sunrise. Yeah. It's the, yeah. 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 Um, Let's talk yeah. about your big butt. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't recall if there are if there if there was a miniature golf there course. There might not there. have been. Just, it seems very likely. Like yeah. these things always they tend to kind of be grouped together very often. Especially locally, I think um like Tower T was they had batting cages and they had the driving ranges. Yeah. But um most of the ones, the courses that exist that still exist today are um part of a broader complex of amusements or attractions or whatever. Yeah, most definitely. The yeah. one that I went to most recently um, is a, is a favorite. Um, <clears throat> it's, I don't even know if it goes by this name anymore, but for a while it was called the Arizona action park and it has like a desert theme. Uh, Here in St. Louis. Yeah. It's in South County. Um, so it's, I was, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, desert falls. Desert Falls Mini Golf, Mini golf. which is and part all American of, batting cages. Okay, yeah. So the, the for a long time in the '90s and uh, early 2000s, this whole complex was called the uh, Arizona Action Park. It was built onto a bowling alley that existed. Yeah, that's and they right. they did an overlay on the bowling alley of uh, like kind of these desert motifs, and the batting cages had them. And it's great because you can go there now. So the desert thing is still um, present in the miniature golf course. And on the side of the building for the for the um, bowling, but if you go to those batting cages, there's like a giant arrow uh, sticking in the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then the rest of it is painted red, white, and blue, so it all <laughs> makes sense now that it's all American <laughs> batting cages. Um, but then there's like swing around fun town. Have you ever been there? Yeah, the swing around fun towns are are um, the the pricier option I find. Yeah. Um, but I I feel like the swing around fun town in South County. Has the Pirates Cove variation on it? Like, oh, that's very possible. Yeah, like the mini golf is pirate themed, but yeah. the rest of the place is not. Right. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, we have Chesterfield Sports Fusion, which is a little indoor course. It's all right. It's it's nothing to write home about. Um, oops, this closed up. Um. Aloha Mini Golf and Shaved Ice. That place is awesome. I don't know if I've been there. Yeah, it's kind of uh, Hawaiian themed. And, I would assume uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> <The> Aloha. <laughs> um, yeah, what's that one like? Uh, it's very cool. It's um, it's it's what's neat about it is like you kind of you have to cross a bridge to get to it. It has this like kind of uh, island uh, structure to it. Okay. It's surrounded by like a little drainage, uh, thing. (laughs) (laughs) So it kind of does play up the whole Island, uh, isolation thing. Uh, and it's nicely maintained. I think it's also pretty new. So that might have something to do. Okay. Have you ever been to sports throne? No, I've never heard of that. This is so it's so far, it's got a perfect 5.0 rating. Um, looks like the greens are all actually blue. Oh, cool. Uh, there's a waterfall. Nice. So, I mean, I'm liking what I'm seeing Where here. Where is this place located? I, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm about to... Uh, this is... Let's just do directions. Do-do-do-do-do. Looks like... Um, oh, this is why we've never been there. It is just across the river in Illinois. Ah, okay. Yeah, so... Well, I'm intrigued. Yeah. We will put uh, some links to these places in the show notes. Yeah. And then there's something called Blacklight Attractions, which is in downtown St. Louis. Um... And it says the best designer of Black Life mini golf. So I guess it actually is a mini golf place, but huh. I've never been there either. Interesting. And there's a four inch sports fusion, which is fine. And now they're seeing, now there's, this is what I So I put in mini golf to kind of just search things, I look things up as I want to do. 
Um, and they almost immediately jump into looks like driving ranges. Oh, it's like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Um, but then there's Evergreen, Mini Golf, uh, Hillside, back to Smash Hold, actual golf again. Kimono Joe's. I was like, there's another one, the big one I'm forgetting about. I don't think I've heard of that one either. So Kimono Joe's is out, um, St. Peter's sort of area. Um, it's the same vein as a swing around fun town, uh, level of thing. So mm-hmm. kind of your generic standard, nothing fancy, relatively well maintained course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pretty generic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we mentioned um, a couple of obstacles. We talked about yeah, the classics. I like we talked we're about going. This is the good. castle, the windmill. Um, we mentioned a few uh, really ratty <laughs> <laughs> fiberglass animals yes. that Tower T was famous for. Um, but uh, what are your favorite types of holes? So I, I will start with like my least favorite one. Oh, okay. Um, just because. So I'm sure you've seen. Um, Courses that they're green, their greens are actually like a green carpet, essentially. Yeah. Like a really matte green carpet. Yeah. And the quote-unquote sand traps in those, uh, which is usually like a beige color of the exact same carpet, I just find super lazy. Oh, yeah. So there's not actually any sand in there. They just oh, no. have a patch of... Um, of beige carpet. Carpet, yeah. That is like their sand trap. And that just, it just annoys me. <laughs> like... I get why they don't put actual sand in there because kids would kick it all over the the green, yeah. And because it's carpet, it's not. It's just, it would just <laughs> it'd be disastrous. Um, I don't know about you. Um, it's all kind of like a little pet peeve of mine. But I am anytime I get to a a a hole mm-hmm. again. I don't know if you do this or or, or not. I clear debris. If there's like sticks or twigs and or oh, whatever, okay, yeah. I yeah. will do a cleaning of the green to make sure that my Putting is not uh, how obscured. thorough is this cleaning? Um, don't don't take more than ten seconds. Okay, but go through kick all stuff out, out, out of the way, um, especially on a tricky one. I don't want I don't want like a nice clean putt going, and all of a sudden it bumps into a twig. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess in in most cases, uh, if a place can do the bare minimum of cleaning off the green, mm-hmm. then like. I, that that's that, that's going a, a pretty far. Um, no, no, I'm sorry. This is like you're on like hole four. There's been three changes groups ahead of you, and they've kicked rocks and shit on the green. Oh, so okay. you yourself have. So to this do. is not necessarily just like a matter of the the operators like negligence. No, no, this no. is just like somebody has this is the human factor. Okay, yeah, they've instead of walking in the path, they've walked through the sticks or, the, or what? Or the, yeah, the, yeah. What I'm trying to say are the wood chips. And sure. they have knocked some on. Yeah, the landscaping green. elements yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess in some cases I will do that. If it if it seems like grievous enough of a um an obstruction. Um but uh I don't know. I've never really paid that much attention yeah. to it. You probably do it and don't even realize it. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Could but be. at the same time, because I do it religiously, I get comments about it. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Every time I get Rightfully. to a hole, like, like, oh, well, it does good, you know, clean up the green. I was like, you'll thank me when you're, you know, nice clean shots aren't bouncing over the place randomly. Uh-huh. Uh, so that being said, I really like tubes. <laughs> like, it just, I don't know why, especially the ones where it's like, um, it goes, it goes up an incline 
and then there's multiple holes. Oh yeah, multiple and you options, don't know which, one's don't know which come out. one goes in. Definitely. God, I just love that. Yeah, what a great invention. Yeah, I don't know if the Taylor brothers came up with that, but <laughs> whoever pipes. did, yeah, yeah, genius. Yeah, it's great. Even better if it's some sort of like theme or something like hitting the holes and like comes out of like a monkey's mouth or something like that where like <laughs> there's something there's some point to it yeah versus yeah. not don't be wrong there can be no point to it and i still love it sure that's just kind of icing on the cake yeah if, if they can do it like that um also just like bank ones yeah where it's, i mean there's something there's something in the middle and there's no way of getting around this thing hole in ones are nigh impossible i like those because yeah. it's just that extra challenge of like can i do this in two like yeah. one is not, I mean, you literally, there's no way of doing it. There's just, you can't bank it and bank it and bank it and bank it. It'd be almost impossible. Yeah. But I might be able to do it in two. And that's, that's <laughs> exciting <laughs> to me anyway. Are you the type of person who likes to know where the hole is? Like, do you, do you survey the, the course, the green? I'm going to let you answer this based off of my previous day okay. of, of, of cleaning. <laughs> what do you, what, what do you think? Well, uh, so I, um, th- this never had not occurred to me. Um, I didn't, I didn't recognize it until this most recent golf outing with, uh, me and Chelsea, but she's very much, a, an observer. Like she wants to like survey the, uh-huh. the hole and find out where everything is and figure out how to do it. I am not that person. Interesting. I want to just take, I mean, I'll, I'll glance at it. I'll look it over and right. be like, you know, okay, that's probably where I'm supposed to hit it. Uh, but I don't need to like hone in on exactly where the ball is or what the surrounding terrain is like or whatever. I mostly just want to like, I, I, I like to enjoy the, the immediate ambiance and impression <laughs> of the hole and then just take a whack sure. and go for it. I just like the high risk reward ones where like, there's probably like the obvious path to take. Yeah, and yeah. You probably do it in two or three, but then there's like the. But if you want to go for broke, you go for this like hit it up this kind of crazy two hill incline into a tube that'll, <laughs> in theory, spit you right out into that hole. Mm-hmm. Or you can go around all that, and but but it's maybe take a dog or something. Yeah, I'm always like, oh yeah, here we go. Like <laughs> let's, let's 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 throw caution to the wind. I am not surprised by that at yeah. all. And then when you hit it and it's dunk and it hits off the tube or whatever and it rolls right back to you and you're like, oh my god, this, <laughs> this is already not going to be good. I uh, I love it when you have to either um, like say you're you're starting outside of a structure, you're mm-hmm. you're in the outdoors and you're hitting the ball into a cave or oh, the something. unknown. Yeah. And so then you, you have to follow it inside. Uh, like, Those are really good. Uh, as, as noted in previous episodes, I love things that go inside and outside. <laughs> um, so particularly oh, water slides, right. but uh, miniature golf uh, holes are also uh, high on my list. So that that's great. Or if you have like, say you're on one level of terrain, and you hit the ball, and it travels uh, far enough um, that you have to like descend yeah. to like a whole other like level. Yeah, I, I really I did, like that. I too. did one. I can't remember where this was, but it was that. It was <laughs> again tubes. Always the tubes with me. <laughs> but it was you hit the ball up an incline to a, a platform area. The tubes brought you down to a, a middle area, which then you had to work way over to another tube that brought you down to the lower area. Oh yeah, it was great. Tiered tubes. Tiered tubes. I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> Had it been themed, that would have been amazing. It was just plain <laughs> tubes, but um 
Yeah, I love uh, mechanics too. Whenever there's like, the windmill is the obvious, uh, but there mm-hmm. uh, when you have obstacles that either um, like are moving and you have to try to get around them, the motion, or what I really love too is when uh, your uh, stroke. Um, when you hit the ball and it interacts with the obstacle, it affects some kind of action. So like you hit the ball inside the Eiffel tower and it lights up. Oh, or, okay. Um, Wasn't it happy Gilmore was the clown mouth that kept on closing. He'd like try to hit it in and close and then laugh at him. Yeah. I think yeah. that's happy Gilmore. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. that's, that's great. right. You're going to die clown. That's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's one, I can't remember the exact specifics of it, but there's, there's a, uh, there are a couple of miniature golf courses at Disney world. And one of them of course there has, uh, it's, it's an insane hole. Like the, the, the incline is huge mm-hmm. and, uh, there's something moving at the top of it. I can't remember exactly what it is, but so in addition to like getting it up this steep hill, you then have to like time it right so that you you get it in between whatever the moving obstacle is um super pain in the ass but a lot of fun i don't know if i've ever ex- actually personally experienced one of those in- interactive ones oh, okay. I'm, I'm thinking about it i just i'm racking my brain and nothing's coming to me yeah um the closest there's fewer and to, far between but um is what i find to be which i guess makes sense on numerous levels the downfall of almost every Mini golf uh, course is the final hole. Oh, it's yeah. It's usually just a pathetic. The return hole. Yeah, where you're or, basically or returning your ball to yeah, the. It's usually a afterthought, just a essentially just a glory Here's a, a box. glorified box to throw your ball into. It yeah. just makes me sad. At least some of the ones were like, if you hit it in the clown's nose, you get a free game. But it's, again, nigh impossible to do it yeah. with one try. It's have you just, ever won it? Have you ever won anything like that? Um, yes. Short answer is yes. One time ever. Um, but uh, because the the mechanism was so old and janky and broke down, like I hit it, it went into the whatever receptacle that was not like the generic one, but then nothing happened. Uh, and I was, you know, me and my friends were like, oh my gosh, oh, yeah. and then nothing happened, and then I'm like looking around. <laughs> there's no like buzzer or right. anything going and there, off. And there's like an obvious like light on top that probably something should have happened. Yeah. Um, and then I went and talked to the fellow teenager working at the thing, and I'm like, hey, I did it. And he's like, essentially, well, you know, he proved you did it, so... So you didn't get the nothing. Oh man, yeah, nothing. We're closing in ten minutes anyway, so you know. Oh yeah, well, that's that is one of the the uh, challenges inherent with any miniature golf course is you know you're sort of at the mercy of the whatever well, the minimum um, wage staff. That, yeah, that, that is disengaged youth. Yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I did it once. It. I was you know, good. super super excited about it. Uh, I. No payoff. <laughs> I have vague recollections of winning a free pizza from Happy Joe's okay. at Tower T, but I can't remember if I did it or if somebody else in the group did it. It doesn't matter. But yeah, we'll I, I, you did I, it. I bore witness to <laughs> somebody getting the final hole in one right. and winning a pizza. Yeah, yeah but most, I mean, again, I would say 99% of the time, it's just a lackluster afterthought. I'd agree with that. Which yeah. is, it's just, everything else, I'm going to go say it, it's kind of magical in like in a weird yeah, sense. absolutely. And then you yeah. have that kind of like, 
kicking the teeth. It's inspired. Most of the course yeah. is inspired, and then you get even, to that last even if hole. by being not inspired, that in, sen- in a sense makes it inspired. Yeah, like it's definitely. so janky and run down. It's like nice. Yeah, yeah. And then all right, here's the last one. Yeah, it's very anticlimactic. It's a, um, yeah, it's, it's a very succinct way to put it. Yeah, yeah. it's just always anticlimactic after a nice fun evening, and then there's that. Yeah, it's just a disappointing ending. I'd never really thought about that, but you're absolutely right. This uh, this episode has exposed <laughs> a great truth, a great unfortunate truth about the mini golf experience. Let's, let's take them down from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Protest every last hole. <laughs> and I don't know what the fix would be. I mean, the obvious one is, I mean, it sounds stupid, but like, make it a full damn, like, a full hole. Yeah, apply the then, same ingenuity to that. And then maybe at the last part, it can still be the... As ultimately the boxy, the ball goes in, but at least do something with it. Mm-hmm. Not just nothing. I will say if there is any uh, inspiration that I've encountered along those lines, it's when it's readily apparent how the cycle completes. Like in most cases, I think you have just a basic box and somebody goes in there twice a day or whatever and <laughs> cleans out all clean the balls. Up. Right. Right. But um, when you have some um, a, a very evident system of return um, using PVC pipe, in most cases, I think there's a place in Lake of the Ozarks that at least at one point had this, where the last hole, it, it the tube connected to the main uh, like clubhouse oh, or I whatever. I love that. At least so that's something. You can actually hear your ball right. traveling down the pipe and back into its house, you know, yeah. to be reused that's by great. another player. See, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, see, that's but I, fun. Well, but I'm also assuming it was still like a little two-foot green, nothing Yeah, underwhelming otherwise, but yeah. I just don't get it. But getting to watch the cycle complete is, there's something yeah. to that, I think. I, just, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get why... There can't be just some something there. I think it's a good uh, topic for creepers to weigh in on. Yeah, there you go. Uh, along with whatever uh, mini golf memories you might have or favorite courses, favorite holes, favorite obstacles, uh, let I us bet know you about some favorite holes. <laughs> I bet you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, it's a pretty lackluster box, but we love it. It's called the Archive. Uh, let's line up our this episode, and uh, you want to go ahead and put it into it? Yeah. Is that light working? Because I don't want to go through all this effort, and if it's just going to, nothing's going to happen. Well, we probably won't know until next week. Oh, right. Fair enough. All right. Damn it. Damn <laughs> it.